0: Welcome to the Aviv community podcast. I am Chaviva. So in the last episode, which happens to be the first episode of the Parenting 101 series, myself and Michael talked about parents as parents. We discussed basic roles of parenting, problems associated with parenting, also preferred solutions to those problems, but basically touched feeding, clothing, shelter, accessibility and availability, as well as the essence of family planning and the likes. If you missed the last episode, I would advise that you take out time to listen to the podcast as it was insightful and fun. Well, this episode is the bonus episode of the Parenting 101 series. It is tagged C-S-E-A, Stories, Experiences, and Analysis. On this episode, I'll be sharing stories and people's experience. I'll also analyze each of them simultaneously. I'll start with stories, most of which made the headline. Then I'll talk about an experience. Of a listener that was sent to us and will wrap up today's episode. For the stories, I have three stories here, and the first has to do with a two-year-old sexually abused by an adult. There is another of a twelve-year-old sexually abused by a father, and lastly, a fifteen-year-old freed from murder charges in Lagos. So, starting with two-year-old was sexually abused by an adult. Before I published the first episode, a volunteer sent a video of an adult that was raping a two-year-old girl and she sent screenshots of posts on Instagram that talked about the video. In the post, the mother woke up and met the man having sex with her two-year-old daughter and that night she had the girl beating to the point that she almost lost an eye. Two-year-old almost lost the eye. And the mother was like, she was the one always going to the man even after she had beaten and warned her to stop going to him. So she left her to go or something like that. Like she left a two-year-old to make decisions as regards whether or not she should meet an adult. The person also asked her what she did to the man and she was like, nothing. That it was her daughter's fault that she was always going to the man and stuff like that. It is really absurd that a woman thinks that a two-year-old child should understand what it means to be sexually abused, that a two-year-old child should know that there is a thing such as rape, that a two-year-old child should know the difference between right and wrong. Like she has totally forgotten her responsibility as a mother. The worst part is That she is not just blaming the daughter, but also she did nothing to the man who abused her daughter. She even went further to physically abuse her own child to the point of losing an eye. I do not understand how you beat a two year old to the point of losing an eye, except of course if she is not the mother. And regardless of whether or not she is, no human being should be able to beat a child to the extent of losing an eye less to say your own child what if the girl had died in the process would she still blame the girl for being raped or for even dying plus there is this thing about giving excuses for reasons why people abuse others rape in this instance how else do we loud that the only reason for rape is the rapist stop all the why did you dress in that manner why did you walk at that time what were you doing there why didn't you stay in your home and all the other nonsense reasons y'all say of all those like all those do not even matter The cause of rape is the rapist. I repeat, the rapist. Even if dressing would be a preventive measure, you have to understand that it changes little or nothing. People who dress Victorian get raped. People who walk in broad daylight get raped. People get raped in their own houses. So what other excuse would you state or would you rather say why didn't you close your door? please do better than have to make excuses for people's bad behavior and lack of self-control. You have to be disciplined, understand what consent means, stop hiding under the cloak of um, someone else's dress sense. Moreover, this case is even one with a 2 year old child, probably still on diapers. What excuse is there. How do you want a 2 year old child to avoid going to a place so she doesn't get raped? Like how? I would really love to know how. This is your responsibility to protect and shield her from things and people like that. It is your responsibility to report such persons who try to get close to your child or uh, torture your child in a very, very funny manners. I still have no idea why a mother or anyone would do this Personally, when I see other persons trying to make adult joke with my cousins, my little cousins or any kid in my custody, I shun them instantly. Do not joke with them like that. Do not call her your wife. He is not your sugar. Do not even refer to them in such manner because that's how it starts, from clapping to dancing. It starts exactly like that, by overlooking every minute thing that happens. Nothing should be overlooked. Your children should never be blamed for being victims. They are not the reason any of that happened to them. It is your duty to protect and shield them. I honestly have no idea who or how this man is related to the mother of the two-year-old. Regardless of who he or she is, nobody should be blamed for being a victim. So the next story entails a 12-year-old being sexually abused by her father. Parents are supposed to be persons who protect us and shield us from the dangers of the world. What happens when the same persons who should have shielded you happens to be the same persons who take away every innocence in you? You know, the first thing that I thought about when I heard this story was the fact that There is no way the mother would have said that she did not at a certain point notice these traits in the man before getting married to him. I have no idea what people think when they choose to get married to another person. Like, do you just think about yourself and how it benefits you? I think that another factor that needs to be taken into consideration when choosing who to get married to is who this person will be to your children. Regardless of whether it is a lady or a guy when I'm getting married to this person how does this person influence the life of my kids because obviously you'll be having children well it's, except of course you will um, choose not to which is very rare and if that happens to be the case then there is no problem but if you'll be having kids then your children should be a major factor you should take into consideration like would this person be toxic to my children? How this person affects the life of my children? What exactly would it result to if this person turns out to be the father or mother of my child? Because the family is the first unit that children relate with or get to recognize and whatever experiences they have in the family is what they grow up with, it most likely determines who they become in the future. And it takes very, very few persons to live out of the trauma that they have grown up with as a child. The murder of this girl would have at a point noticed that this man is either promiscuous or lacks self-control in general if he does not rape your child He'll do shitty stuff that one way or another scars your children because news would definitely go around about a certain person's father doing despicable things. Okay, I think I heard about someone saying that she cannot trust her kids with her husband or something like that. What does that even mean? Why did you get married to him in the first place? What were you even thinking? she's just a clown in simple terms so back to the story i think the said man has been arrested and the girl has been rescued i am glad that she's away from him either is because there is this thing in our society that when it's a stranger who abuses a person the entire world wants to pounce on the person which is of course right then there's a thing that when it's a family member then we are like we are family and all please we are not family and we have to emphasize that if we were then you should have taken that into consideration you're now saying that we are family is like bringing the cart before the horse or something around that so whether or not there's a family member who abuses a person the person should be brought to book if they can do it to their family they can do it to everyone else letting them go scot-free is a no and should never be allowed i'm glad the father is arrested and that the girl is now in safe arms. arms um, please know that who you are spending the rest of your life with um, determines what happens to your children. It's not just about you, but their lives matter too. So lastly, for the case of the 15-year-old who was freed from murder charges. So last week, um, the Lagos Magistrate Court in Yaba freed a 15-year-old teenager who was accused of killing her father's friend, Babatunde Ishola, 51-year-old. He attempted to rape her. She was freed based on the legal advice of the Lagos State Director of Public Prosecution, DPP. That the case lacked ingredients of murder. There was an there was insufficient facts to establish a case of murder against the suspect, contrary to section 222 of the Criminal Law of Lakers, That there, were, there was no intention to kill or cause bodily harm. So, if you are not law inclined, um, there is this thing that while uh, charging a person with um, a certain offence or crime, rather um asides just having to state the fact that they did the act you also have to prove that they have the intention to do the act so if um for example like in the case of this girl if she didn't have the intention to kill the man or cause bodily harm then um she's only uh, she she only does the act or does not have the intention and to have a successful case of um, murder you have to prove both the physical and the mental elements of the crime so um aside that there is this thing about defenses defenses exculpate a person from being punished by the law it either it to you totally or um, partially so for example if the person was insane that could be a defense and you would not be punished in accordance with the law if the if it was done by accident those are like defenses so this is more or less like self-defense trying to shield herself from being raped and it was a um, it was something that was considered by the courts and she was free from all murder charges into analyzing this i earlier talked about monitoring who your children relate with um i i know that her father's friend is more or less like her father but still do not trust your kids with anybody anybody could go wrong and do things that they shouldn't do with your children so it's important that you monitor who they relate with plus aside the fact that she has been freed i just feel that this girl will be traumatized that she killed a person you know when a person commits an offense or does something that they, didn't, they did not intend to do there's this thing that regardless of the justification they always feel guilty about it so regardless of whether or not she didn't protect herself it has been brought to her notice that she had actually killed a person not a cockroach not a hen a person and it's something that even if she doesn't go to prison or serve any punishment whatsoever it is something that would probably stick with her for the rest of her life and this is where i come with therapy therapy is so important to help these persons live better lives whether or not the person kills a person anybody who has been abused has to undergo therapy to become better and understand that they have no problem and that it wasn't their fault or whoever it is that was responsible for their abuse I am glad that the court ruled in our favor and that everything turned out the way it did. I hope that persons learn lessons from this and know exactly who their children relate with because personally, I do not like when persons try to take away my little causes and play with them elsewhere. Please play with them in my presence. I want to see how we are playing take them to any corner do not take them to any room outside of where i am do not take them out without my consent i would definitely suspect you whether or not you have good intention i do not care if you are religious or spiritual nobody can be trusted pastors have raped people imams have raped people have at least have raped people so nobody can be exempted you just have to be careful and shield and protect the children and help them understand the reason you are doing the things that you do do not just be overly protective without making them understand that is another issue because people do this thing that you're trying to protect a person and you're not giving them reasons if you give them reasons they would appreciate why you are trying to protect them so i think that is something that people have to take into consideration so that's that for stories now i'll be talking about experiences so this experience caught my interest it was sent by a listener and the person said shipping children to other places for training okay there is this thing that um people or parents do rather that they ship their, their children off to different places they take them to their uncle and aunt cousins and their children get to live everywhere and nowhere near them. there is Beatrice in Ocean Thomas in uh, Shukura in Katuna and Tosin in Benue like everybody just everywhere and you are in a place far away from your kids the first thing that came to my mind is the fact that the children would not love themselves as they should like there basically exists no bond whatsoever between them say for example they come together once in a year or twice they would see themselves as total strangers and it is totally mean I still have no idea why a parent would send their child to different places because in court you want to train them. The question is that did you bet your children so they'll be chained by others? It is just an irrational thing to think about, let's to say, do in the first place. Like, the siblings would not even get accustomed to being with each other. They have no idea who their sibling is, aside their name and basic information that they share, of course. Nobody knows the other person's character, not their favorite food, nor color, like, as basic as that can be. They would rather mingle with other people than with themselves. So let's set aside the bonding thing. You as a parent, when you finally get the opportunity to live with them, say for two weeks or more, you would be extremely shocked at what you discover. Like, even you know nothing about your children, you have no idea if the place... That he or she stays is safe or toxic to the child. You probably find the child acting contrary to your own principles, if you even have any. I just think that it is totally insensitive to do that to your children. And I have no idea why you have them in the first place. Sending them money isn't even enough justification for your act. Like, why exactly are you sending them money if they are going to be away from you? To show that you care. You have to acknowledge the fact that the only bond that exists between your child and yourself is the material things you provide for them. To them, you are just another individual who birthed them and nothing else attached. Aside the issue of bonding, like I said, do you have any idea what your child goes through? wherever they are do you know if they are being abused is the place safe for your kids because as a parent your sibling or relative may seem nice or capable to you It doesn't necessarily mean that they are good enough to raise your kids. They are your children and your responsibility. You think about having to ship them for training. Like, this is not even the military we are talking about. It's not the army. And you are shipping them to another person's house to be trained by them. I would certainly, you know, advise anybody to do that. If your reason for doing this is because you are not financially stable, then you should have thought about it before birthing them. In the last episode, we emphasized the need to birth the number of kids you can cater for and this is obviously one of the reasons we said that the reasons you should plan before having kids deep down. Your children would feel like they are not wanted by their parents and there is no excuse that you give that make them feel better. It is just a thing. Most persons who go through this have a resolution that they would never, ever, ever have their children away from them because they understand what it feels like. The worst part is that some kids may even muster courage and talk to their parents about wanting to come back and you still say no. You are scaring them whether or not you choose to believe. In simple terms, you are just a money dispensing mission, nothing else if all you'll be doing is sending money, you cannot even monitor their grades. This thing about, um, after all, I send them money, is what What else do you want? This is what strangers do to people, not family, not your children. That is how you show love to a stranger, not your child. A child should feel protected and loved. And it is not just about material things. There's a thing about being accessible and available, being a major part of their lives. It's a totally wrong idea to have kids away from you. And if your other excuse would be the fact that you're trying to shield them from another toxic appearance, like I said, you should have considered who you were getting married to before getting married to the person or even before having kids. So that is not even a thing. If you want to have kids, train them yourself. Do not ship them to any uncle, or sister, whatever. It's, it's a totally wrong idea to have children and distribute them like some commodity. so much for staying with us on this episode i hope you enjoyed it as much as i did well that'll be all for today's episode so the next episode is going to be the second episode of the parenting 101 series it is tagged parents as mentors and teachers i would like to give hints on what the episode is going to be about but then that will be giving away the whole package <laughs> give it away all right so Um, just come back here next week monday our podcast will be released every monday by god's grace and you can be a part of this podcast do not forget to share this with your friends your family ensure that they they are a part of this and they are enlightened as regards what happens here and children welfare in general so that you can be a partaker of the change that's going on in the society Okay, also, it is important that you share your experiences with us. Why? I know you think that it is needless to send your experience, but let's imagine that the other listener did not get to send um, the experience. It means that we would have nothing, not just having nothing to say here, but would have skipped this part of having to take your children away and training them elsewhere. So your experiences more or less like brings us to the lights as regards things that's happening in in people's families that needs to be corrected because I am at an island of knowledge and I need you to bring things to light and also help me educate every other person as well as myself. So please share your experiences with us. You can do that by um, clicking on the voice message spots while listening to the podcast, a voice message spot. You click on it, create an account and send us a one minute voice note of your experience. That is all it takes and it will be featured on our next bonus episode of stories, experiences and analysis. So that is that for sharing experiences. Our Instagram live session will be coming up soon and it is Centered upon the society's role as regards rape, the role beyond just having to tweet or um, upload state notices or just talk about and round about it. What exactly do we as a society have to do uh, to curb issues of rape? So it will be held on an Instagram handle at the. The underscore aviv underscore community it's going to be an amazing session and we'll have great speakers you will not want to miss on this I guarantee you so that is that for the Instagram live session our webinar will be coming up soon and it is on um, personal development and ways to instill it on the children around you also child psychology the venue and time will be communicated as soon as we are trying to organize things for the webinar. Do not forget to follow us on our social media handles Instagram on the underscore Aviv underscore community on LinkedIn and Facebook the Aviv Community and our blog at the Aviv Community dot home dot blog. Their information as regards the community and um, child's welfare in general is Um, stated there and it would help you so just a little announcement if you are in Lagos and you are you are intended you are intending to um, report cases of abuse there is the Office of the Public Defender and a toll-free number that you can call to report cases and have the victims saved so I'll call out the number But before that, I want you to understand that it is your obligation as a member of the society to report cases so that these victims can be saved and that um, it could help them become even better. So the toll free number is 07080601080. You can also send a message on WhatsApp can also send a message on instagram or facebook at opd lagos no space in between opd lagos okay if you are in badagri ijaniki or cho there are specific numbers that you can call 09062082696 if you are within a power jayonde you can call zero zero three four three eight one seven zero nine. Within Ogba, Ikeja, and Akowonjo, you can call 090-6208-2710. If you are within Aja or Lekki, you can call 090-6208-2708. Within Ekwe, it is 090-6208-2707. For those in Ikorodu, 090-6208-2648. And for persons within Surulere and other parts, and other parts of Lagos, call 090-6208-2700. Please and please help these victims get help and um, live even better lives. That's be all for today. I am so excited to be a part of this and to have been to have educated you as regards things that's happening in society. I would leave you with an amazing song titled Brave by Sarah berry Thank you for joining me. I am Chaviva.